Welcome, everyone, to Couch Potato Diary, an instant reaction podcast after uh, the Thanksgiving, uh, Thanksgiving Day game down in the States between the Detroit Lions and the Green Bay Packers. Um, going to be doing these for all three Thanksgiving Day games today. Um, so, um, yeah. Be sure to check those out wherever you're getting your podcasts, um, where you're listening in podcast form, rate, review, subscribe, wherever you can. Um, and if you are watching this on YouTube, make sure you like the video, subscribe to the channel. Um, as always, find me on social media, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. I'm at primetimecline, twitch.tv slash primetimepk, and you can email this show, Diary at yahoo.com. Um, okay, let's get right into it. As the Detroit Lions fall to the Green Bay Packers, 29-22. Um, and if you listened on Sportsnet 960 today, you will know this is not exactly how I thought this game would go today. I really thought coming in that this Green Bay defense was going to have some struggles against the Detroit offense. Um, an offense that put up some pretty good numbers at the end of that game against the Bears. And then this... Green Bay Packers offense just wouldn't be able to take advantage of the holes that we have seen in this Detroit Lions defense. Um, Green Bay, we've talked about it for the last few weeks on this podcast, has been a little bit underwhelming. I have them in the bottom five of my power rankings. I just don't view them as a, a real threat. And today that changed. I, I will admit I was wrong, 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 wrong. Basically, everything went the exact opposite way that I thought this would go. I think the big story from this game is what the Green Bay Packers offense was able to do because they just absolutely, pardon the Thanksgiving pun, they absolutely carved up this um, th this secondary for the Detroit Lions. And like Detroit had no answer for the um, for for the Green Bay passing attack in this game. I. I was not expecting that. I was not anticipating it. Um, there was nothing about what happened in this game that I thought would actually happen. Um, Jordan Love looked excellent. And this is the Jordan Love that gives you hope for the future if you're the Green Bay Packers. He has them now within half a game of a playoff spot, right? Game and a half of a playoff spot. Um, th th this was the guy that you kind of hang your hat on. Like, yeah, you let Aaron Rodgers leave. Whatever. We'll get a bunch of draft picks for him. We got this guy. Um, mobility, I thought, was excellent. They were mentioning on the broadcast, oh, wow, Jordan Love hasn't really been under pressure. And while that was, in a way, accurate, I think part of it, too, was Jordan Love did an excellent job of just getting away from pressure. Um, if there was any kind of issue in the pocket, his mobility was excellent. And then his decision-making and throwing on the run was very good as well. I will say, there wasn't the most resistance for him in this game. That Detroit defense looked atrocious, and this is the defense that gave us concern. This is why um, we, we picked Green Bay to win this division this year. Obviously, that was incorrect, but this defense is why I just can't put Detroit in the same realm as Philadelphia, San Francisco, Dallas, um, in, in the area of those teams. And then in the AFC, if we're talking about Super Bowl, I can't put them with Kansas City or Baltimore or Miami or even Buffalo. I, I just can't put them in that area because that defense had so many holes in it today. It was the devastating combination of not getting enough pressure while also not being able to cover anybody. And so it's easy to say, oh, Jordan Love's decision-making was great and his ball placement was phenomenal when it was basically seven on seven the whole time and he could just do whatever he wanted out on that football field. But from a Green Bay perspective, 
this is the type of game that you feel confident in and that this is the type of game you want to see, right? Like the receivers are stepping up. Watson's making some big plays. Reed is just automatic in the red zone. Excellent route running, really good concentration to make that catch in traffic on the slant for the, the game's opening touchdown. Dobbs is making plays. This Heath fellow, who I've never heard of, is coming up with some big plays as well. Like this was an offense that was coming up and making big play after big play after big play. And getting no resistance for it. Like, they just really got to do whatever they want. And I, I thought it would be the opposite. I thought Detroit would be able to come in and just march down the field on a, a Green Bay defense that has had some struggles this season. But it was the opposite, as they got nothing going. Um, And I think this was a full team effort on the defensive side for the, the Green Bay Packers because it felt like Goff was under pressure all day, but there was a lot of times where he would get to the top of his drop and no one's open. Right, like you can just see, like, okay, read one, read two, read three, back to read one. Like, you could see that it, it, he was looking for something to be there that just wasn't necessarily there. And Amon Ross St. Brown, um, he's not really take the top off a of defense guy, but he's he, he can get open. Um, and Jamison Williams can get open, but these guys just got absolutely bottled up by the San Francisco secondary, and that led to obvious problems with um, the, the pass rush getting home of the Green Bay Packers, giving uh, the, the issues to... Um, giving those issues to, to Jared Goff. I don't think Goff had a particularly good day. Like, I, I don't think his pocket sense was at a high level. Um, I would say quite the opposite. I thought he had a really bad game in, in that way. Again, it does feel like he was under pressure, and it, it felt more of what the Green Bay Packers defense did than what the Detroit Lions offense didn't do. Th there was certainly some of it, right? Like, Goff's ball placement all game was off. Um, it, there was a few that it looked like he was throwing a curveball coming out of his hands because the ball would just flutter away. But um, full marks to Green Bay on both sides of the football in this game. Offense and defense, they were tremendous. And, like, I, I look at this going forward, they may have built up a bit too much of a, a hole to climb out of. I don't think so. But I I feel much more confident in them than I do the Minnesota Vikings going forward. That This was one where it really turned my impression uh, of what the Green Bay Packers are capable of um, on both sides of the football. And... Yeah, that this was just this was a really really surprising game for me. They, they also Detroit also had a lot of trouble running the football. Um, they they tried to make David Montgomery work for a bit, and th this one admittedly did feel like it was. Um, that this one did feel like it was the type of game where you would put David Montgomery in because he he's just like they're running into a wall there every play, and so um, he is the one who has the best ability to run through the wall. To to be perfectly frank, and. Um, he, he could on that last touchdown drive. And you thought, like, they come out of the half, and it's it's chunk play, chunk play, touchdown, basically, right? Like, it it honestly, um, for, for the, the CFL-NFL crossover, um, it kind of felt like that that drive coming out of the, the first half in the Grey Cup for, um, for, for Montreal, where it, it was just, it was big play, big play, big play, boom, it's in the end zone, and it's like, fuck, we got a football game. And then we didn't. Um, after that, like, it, it was that they continued to just run the ball in first down constantly and try to make Jared Goff throw out of these spots. And that, that was another part of it too, where they, they really only threw it in obvious passing downs. It was very predictable what they were going to do. And so green Bay's defense was able to, to get back and, and make some big plays. There's, there's just so many like, well, it's this, then it's this, then it's this, then it's this. Like it, it, it felt like, well, green Bay, green Bay's defense played really, really well, but Detroit's offensive play calling had like zero creativity and was 
the the execution was bad all game. And then the same thing on the offensive side. Like, well, Green Bay really moved the field. Detroit didn't provide any real issue for them whatsoever. That this was a this was a bad loss for Detroit. Make no mistake about it. That this is a bad loss for this Detroit Lions team that was really, really, really underwhelming. Um, I think you can take a couple positives away from this. Um, I maybe one. Um, Jamison Williams is getting better every week. And he looked like Jamison Williams of old in this one. Um, and the Jamison Williams that people were excited about coming out of Alabama. You, you can just see, like, he just glides into top speed, right? Like, there isn't like that, oh, and he's accelerated. It, it's just a constant flow as he hovers above the field and, and makes his plays. It's really remarkable to see. I am so excited. If this kid can keep his head on straight this offseason, I am so excited to see what he can do with a full training camp and just a regular, regular season for him going into um, the, the start of next year and what, what he can do in the, the final, um, quarter here of the, the season in the, the NFL this year. But th- that was, I, I think that the one positive in this game, but I, I thought that they were, they, they, they kind of stuck to the game plan a little bit too long and didn't go to being a bit more aggressive and trying to, to mix things up a little bit. But I, I think Williams is a guy that can really open up a few things for this team now offensively um anything else I wanted to see in this one um yeah I I just overall was really unimpressed with the Lions I thought like that that fake punt um yeah you're probably gonna catch them off guard but at at this point maybe not like people know it's coming when when you're Detroit at this point they, they know what you're trying to do and and how you're trying to attack teams in this way so I like that, that, that was just, it was so clear that that wasn't going to work right away and they, they needed to, to check their way out of that. Like it was just that the play calling was bad. The offensive execution was off. Gar- uh, Jared Goff did look off in, in this game. Like his, his pocket sense wasn't there. His ball placement on throws was quite terrible on a number of different occasions. Um, like he had Laporta on that, that, um, fourth and I think it was fourth and five in the end zone. Um, he had him on that one and he just, he threw it on the wrong shoulder and that's not. Unless that was the play, like if, if they were looking back shoulder, then fine. But he had his man beat. Like if he if, if he puts that back into the corner, um, then he's got him. Like that's a touchdown. But instead, he threw it as if Laporta was one on one, like side by side with his guy, and that just wasn't the case. So it's either a bad throw or a bad read. Um, and then defensively, like they didn't stop anything. That there were so many holes in that coverage, and this was the receiving core and the, the type of game from that receiving core that we were excited about this season. That gave us some hope that Green Bay could go out and still win this division um that's certainly out of the cards now but still a really really strong performance from from this green bay team um love looked strong like i said um he was he was great like i just i can't state enough the the arm talent they brought it up a couple of times his mobility was great phenomenal play call third and ten i believe it was or no third and one um sorry and everyone is gearing up to to stop aj Dillon, and they do the option play and he runs to the outside and that basically sealed this game away um the one thing like i understand you you have to you don't want to waste any time but calling one timeout when you're on offense ends the game when you're down two possessions right like if, if they have 
two timeouts, or if they have all three timeouts and they kick the onside kick and they don't get it, you, you still have the opportunity to stop the clock three times. So I get maybe you're taking seven, eight, nine seconds off of the clock by trying to, to get up there and spike it, but I would much rather that than burning the, the timeout. That's, um, Greg Olson seemed to agree with that, and maybe that's just a Madden thing more than, than what can happen in real life, but if you, that, that's, you are putting yourself in a spot where you have to get an onside kick or the game's over, and I would rather they, they do that. So that's just a, a random thing that I, I just kind of thought of. Um, but yes, overall, like, Everything from the Green Bay Packers game was great. Love was awesome. Uh, the receivers really stepped up. Watson looked like a number one. Um, Reed looked like a guy who you just need to get him the ball. Dubs, an unfortunate drop on third down, but he makes up for it on a, a good catch over the middle as well. Um, A.J. Dillon, I thought, was really strong in this game. He had that hurdle play and then broke another tackle. Um, I, I thought he was quite good. Uh, not number one, lookout Aaron Jones type of good, but he, he was good in this game. And then defensively, like I said, whole effort. The secondary was great. The front seven was strong as well. And I thought coaching, they called up some brilliant plays to get their players open in, in certain spots. Like this was, this was a very strong showing from this Green Bay team. And one that I think they can certainly build on going forward. So there they take it 29-22. That is going to do it for this Instant Reaction Podcast, one of three that we are bringing out today. If you want more NFL content, like I said, um, there's going to be more of this throughout the day. Also, I have an NFL quarterbacks breakdown that came out earlier today, breaking down the quarterback situation for each one of these franchises. Um, every franchise in the NFL ran through it. Um, who's committed to the guys, who's not, what the options could be going forward. So that's going to do it. Um, Remember, if you're watching on YouTube, you can uh, give this a like, subscribe to the channel. If you're listening in podcast form, leave a, a rating or a review and subscribe to the channel. And I'll be back chatting with you about the National Football League as the Washington Commanders uh, take on the Dallas Cowboys. That game, um, as I'm recording this, is just getting underway. So we'll be doing a live reaction once that game wraps up. Thank you all so much. Follow me on social media, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. I'm at primetimekline, twitch.tv slash primetimepk, and you can email this show, couchpotatodiary at yahoo.com. Talk to you guys after a couple more games tonight. I'm out. Have a good one.